Hello and welcome to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew. Let's go around the table, introduce the players and the characters they play. To my right is... Angela, playing Abella. Maybe I'll shank you, maybe I won't. Shank you very much. That's <laughs> a better one. Shank. Your shankworm. Look. <laughs> the fuck was that? I tried and that's... I've had a long day. <laughs> Just drink some more beer, Angela. I It'll will. be okay. I fucking will. You're wonderful and beautiful and talented. Thanks, Karen. Just in case you can't cut all of them out, if you hear a death rattle from my direction, I'm fine. It's just a bit of a cough. Hi, everyone. I'm Karen Slink, and I play your friendly neighbourhood dragonborn, Ryland Westfall. Or as we discussed last time, it was like your unfriendly... Not neighbourhood. Not neighbourly dragonborn. Invite me to your neighbourhood. It might burn down. Or you'll end up being stabbed in the back repeatedly by complete strangers. Thank you very much. <laughs> They, they shanked her very much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Josh Walker, and I'm playing Scan Felspar, your elf dude that you might meet at a pier. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Tristan. I play Charlie Roughhouse. But Tristan, you're soon going to be the proud owner of a free portrait of the Queen. <laughs> oh, don't love the Queen. I do <laughs> love loves the Queen. I do love. Her. I want to get your portrait of the Queen and just install a button on it, so whenever you press it, it's just a recording of you going. Oh, oh I, I, love, the I, love, queen, the I love, love the Queen! I love, I love the Queen. Ex- Mine's going on the inside of my toilet. You door. can't make alterations to Her Majesty. I can. <laughs> you can to the frame around her. Queen is a classy lady. We don't put novelty on the Queen. I'd give her a mustache. You won't go near her. <laughs> you can ask your member of parliament for one, though. Yeah. yeah Fully yeah. within your rights to do whatever the like no, you but want. but then I just have, I'd have a picture of the queen. With a moustache on it. <laughs> Let's introduce the last member of our crew. Um, Tom, I play Nizzle and just guitar Tom. and other things sometimes, but normally guitar. Well, with that eclectic introduction out the way, let's get back into the story. Abella, you have faced down a very angry dragon person, found an ancient tomb, dealt with kobolds, started a war, and yet this little old lady who's very gently placed her hand on your wrist is yet the most terrifying thing you have seen to date. Tell your auntie everything. Right. Well... What do you want to know? I had a very unwelcome visitor just an hour ago in your room. And then she gestures over to what you assumed was a like a a chair with a sheet thrown over it. She waddles over to it and pulls the uh, cover off. The woman you rescued from Castellan's clutches, she seems to be frozen in a kneeling position and nothing but her eyes are able to move. And she locks her gaze with yours and from them... You see nothing but cold animal fear. Viola wanders over to a small hearth that's set into the wall and adjusts some of the burning logs. And you notice that on the mantelpiece, there are like nine small oil paintings. And as you look across, you can see that you're pretty certain this is Viola over different periods of her life with different husbands. Why is a member of my organisation breaking into your room. Well, I actually told her to meet me outside roughly an hour or so from now. 
because we were being asked to dinner by Castellan. So I thought we'd get some information while we were there that might be useful. I don't like to see the city under a hut rule. You gave yourself away because you felt obligated. But what makes you think we would welcome you back, Shadow? Sorry, uh, you might have... So my name's Izzy. You are a Bella de Rosier, otherwise known as the Shadow. I've made inquiries. Can I ask, what is the room... Wait, like, how many exits does it have? <laughs> <laughs> there is... It's a ground floor room. Mm-hmm. There is a kitchenette attached to this, like, living area. There is a door near the fireplace that you would assume leads to, like, a private bedroom. There are no windows. So in terms of exits, there's the doorway you came in, the doorway to the bedroom. There might be some way out there. Uh, there's also the fireplace. You could potentially climb up the flue if you wanted to. But you're not sure how big that is. It's not an especially large fireplace. It's enough to heat, like, a small room. Now, it just so happens that I might have a use for you. And then she plucks a Erhart rose out of a vase and rolls it between her two very gnarled fingers. You left before we had the opportunity to give this to you. <gasps> Perhaps, if you're willing to come to an agreement, I can put this on hold for a time. No, no. But that would mean you'd have to stop lying to me. Before we come to an agreement, I do have something that I was going to pass on anyway. When Bjorn's army decided to come here, they had another offer that was significantly financially better off for them. Mm. Um, and they decided to go with the Erhart's offer instead. And that was because the royal family decided to give them earldoms or dukedoms or something like that. I found a letter in his house. I've, I've copied how he writes, and then I give her the card that says, the quick onyx goblin jumps over the lazy dwarf. This is how he writes all his letters. She picks it up and, like, brings it with one hand close to her very ancient eyes and squints at it and goes, interesting. Honestly, what I was going to recommend was to accidentally have a letter from the prince get out that said... Something like he didn't want one of these savage northerners to be a member of whatever kingdom and that he wasn't going to give beyond the old and, and was going to favour Castellan instead. Drive a wedge between them, drive a wedge between them and their men. It could be the As start of something. As you're speaking, she just raises, she drops the letter and she raises her finger to your mouth. And... Okay. You are as bad as Percival. I don't want to create problems in Ritu. I want business as usual. Now it seems to me, and it should become apparent to you, that when two major figures in our organization come to loggerheads over something, you can't always resolve that peacefully. And sometimes the correct way forward is to leave the other in a ditch with his throat cut open. I love this lady. And you are a perfect pawn. You're no longer affiliated with us. You could reasonably be asked to do this in return for 
And she twiddles the rose in her fingers again. Shall we say, stay of execution? This is your only opportunity, Shadow. I am going to make it very clear to my people that any disagreements Percival has with you or your friends will not spill over into my territory, the South Markets. I will guarantee you your safety for your stay here. In return, I ask you to make my problem disappear. And then she turns away, and then when she turns back, she's got to let her open a knife. But first... And then she glances over at the petrified woman. You need to make her little witness disappear. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be a greater justice if you would like to keep the peace? You know that's not how we deal with our own problems. Come now, Shadow. Or should I take this as a refusal of my offer? If I need to kill this man, I'll need a plan. And holding on to one of his seems like a good place to start. I want to use her to get close to him. My dear, you find yourself at the same decision you did when you left our graces. Last time was an order to keep your standing. This time is an order to keep your life. If you're unwilling to even spill the tiniest bit of blood, I'm not sure you're actually worth my time. Just wish I had some ice breath right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you don't want ice breath. Then everyone just sits there hissing into their microphones. Ice breath, ice breath. Use it right now. It's not an insta-kill. The thing is, I can't run, which is option A. That would be a Bella's thing. Yes. But you can't run. No. I mean, so, you try. She <laughs> did before. Yeah. Not, she was owed a rose and she ran. Not not, not from Auntie herself. Uh, not, Auntie would stop before she got out the door, and I think she knows that. Give me the knife. You seem to think that she's pleased with the decision you've made. She doesn't smile. She puts the rose back, hands you the letter opener, and goes... I knew you'd come around. Oh, I hate her. (laughs) Knew she wasn't a nice old lady. (laughs) And then I walk over to this woman and stab her in the heart. You get to the point where you pull the knife back to and then Viola goes, Stop. Now I know you're willing. And the enchantment on the girl breaks. And she falls gasping to the floor, sweating profusely, just all of a sudden. Get yourself a glass of wine, dearie. You seem a bit peaky. Woman who's on the ground gets up gasping and goes, Yes, auntie. And she just makes her way out of the room as quickly as possible. For all your missteps, my dear, you show a great amount of promise. And then she gestures for you to leave. And I do so. Meanwhile, Ryland, you're upstairs in your room regaling everyone with the details of the Uncle of Ratu's plans. He wanted me to kill a girl. Which girl? He wanted me to murder the commander's daughter. Oh, it's a little one. She's cute. No, we're killing this guy first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he's killing you and her, then he's oh, gone. I mean, one or other is bad enough, but yeah. both. 
No, no, no. Yes, I, I informed him that I did not kill children and at that point he decided that he was going to kill me and naturally I objected and I may have made him bleed a bit. Oh, good. And frozen a few of his men solid and cut one of them in half. Impressive. Look, at Ryland I expected nothing less. So, <sighs> wow, that's a big, big night for you. Oh, so yes. I don't have any particular skill in assassination. Assassination isn't really my style either. I'm feeling like we need to kill the guy so uh-huh. that he can't be wanting Ryland dead anymore. Won't do it in such a way that, uh, and then tell everybody. Yeah, no one else. Um, so no, that nobody yeah. else Fuck can really us. go after Ryland for the for, for a bounty. So um, my feeling is we kill him and then burn down his house. There's a small problem with this is that I can't go anywhere without getting shanked. Well, not on your own, no. But if anybody tries to shank you with... Uh, now... They tried to kill me with Charlie my, there. My small problem with this... and Charlie's I, not a deterrent. What is? Uh, no, but actually... Uh, speak, and I mean sorry. that in the nicest possible way, Charlie. No, speaking yes. of Charlie, actually, my problem with this is I'm going to run this by you first. Like, I don't want to do something if Charlie don't want to do it. Did you still have the rose? Yeah. Would you ha- still have it hidden or...? Yeah, it's inside my tunic. Oh, actually, like, if, if we're kind of... I probably would have pulled it out. It kind of... probably would have mentioned the fact. That oh, yeah. Like, I would have told you. You guys would know. Yeah, like, as in, if it was there, Charlie probably would have been, like, there on the road. Thanks for saving my life and stuff. He's sort of lost in the rose. Hmm. So sort of just listening. But, like, when you, like, said his name, like, hmm? Yeah. So what's your feelings on this matter? <sighs> well... Given our earlier discussion. I... Certainly don't like assassins, but I also don't like killing people. Charlie sort of like puts oh. the rose into his chest. <laughs> Doesn't have torso armor. <laughs> but a skin fold on his. Puts it in his. He puts it between his pecs and he, then just clenches. He bites it and looks dashing. <laughs> no, his suspenders are up, it's, so it's between his suspenders. boy, Charlie, you might not want to wear that in public. It, it may lead to being shanked. I won't let somebody take the Queen's rose in vain. Because we, as we all know, he does love the Queen. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll be coming with you, definitely. Um, my concern, though, is poor Mary. Yeah, my problem is we can't do a lot about Mary without warning Castellan, and the second he knows that's an option, he will tear down the city to stop this. Yeah. And that could be wrong. Like, just... That, that, yeah, that's not wrong. good. It doesn't, doesn't help keep the peace, Nine. Um, not possibly even could be worse for Mary. Long run, yeah. Unlikely, but... Well, I think... I think sort of the... the well, if the guy wants to kill the, the child and our friends, and we kill the guy, lot of the problems goes away. No, my, it's never that clean yeah, scan. No. Yeah. My, my, pro- my worry is this guy runs God knows how much of this city. At that point, uh, Bella opens the door. How do we know that we're enough to take him out? Who are we talking about? Oh, it's the uncle of Ratu. Um, yeah, I think we Uncle burn- of Ratu? Really? Goddamn assassins. Mm. Yeah, he had tried to have a Be- uh, I tried to have Ryland killed, so... Oh! Oh! Yeah, gave her an heart. We should kill him! Yeah, yeah, that's what we're saying. Oh, yeah. good. But, um, no, uh, yeah, cause, no, cause, he needs to die. Yeah, no, because uh, Nezor has raised a good point, however. Um, we don't know how much of the city he controls. The 
way Bella said that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Charlie roll in. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's absolutely apt. However, I, mm. Bella can also roll deception. Oh my god, yeah, I'm going right. to. So, what did you roll, Charlie? Uh, that would be a twenty-one. Ooh. Oh fuck's sake! I got a seven. <laughs> okay, so what were you hiding, Bella? The way um, that you said that really loud. My relief at. Now we have to kill this guy together. Yeah, so I was more just sort of like the way you were acting was not the way a person who's just here. Like, so Charlie would just sort of store that for late. Like, I'm not going to be like, what are you hiding, Abella? Looks at Abella, raises an eyebrow, and then sort of looks like he's about to say something, but doesn't. That probably draws my attention to Charlie, at which point... I haven't, so when I've seen Ryland, you've had the rose tucked into your lapel, haven't you? Yeah, yeah great. So well, it's on Charlie now. Yes, yes, but yeah. I just notice and I'm just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> why are you wearing that? So, oh no, I know immediately why he was oh, wearing no, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, while we can't go to Bjorn about this because he will tear the city down, mm. if we find out more about this uncle and decide that we can't do it on our own, Castellan might actually be Ooh, useful here. No. Can, I, can I roll to determine whether or not I think Bjorn would be the person? Like, from, from my understanding, like, as a fellow Illic, um, knowing, w- would Bjorn tear the city apart? Because my read on the situation was that Castellan would be the one to be worried about. What are you asking me exactly? What, what would, if we went to Bjorn, what do I think his reaction would be? Mm. Poor. <laughs> But as yeah, a you're better, not, you're not, no, 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 he no, no, but this wanted to burn down a keep that had mm. soldiers. He was happy to burn that down just because they were an inconvenience yep. to him. No, my point is, this is an organization mm. that we know the base of. Like they live there, and this is what the guy looks well, like. The only, the only person who had any would have any idea about even roughly where to start looking would be Ireland. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. I, oh, I've got an idea. Just pop me in a rowboat. We'll row down the river and wait for someone to start shooting at me. Then we'll know exactly where they are. It's not a bad idea. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I'd rather you not get shot, it, but like, it, I mean, it's a It start. is actually a bad idea. I mean, it's, I'm <laughs> just saying it would draw them out. <laughs> Can, could you go back to where we started? Where you started? Wasn't like where the thing was? I think Sydney. Could you get your way back us. there? Oh, not right now. Yeah, I, I'd... I'd I, I I have two weapons down now, so... Oh, yeah, no, we would need, like, a... I, I need to... I really, really want to go and... Did you... I, I would have told you about magical... Yes, magical I was just like, well, I, I really want to go and chat to this magical person. Uh, you can. Did I mention you can use my discount? I'd love to. <laughs> is he in the South Market? No. No, he so. is up in Tinker's Corner. But I'm not. But you're not. No, but th- no one this knows is, this about is the South Market. Yeah. Yeah, which... yeah. But also, Scan is not marked for death. Uh, but also, Charlie has a handy-dandy map. Cool. So the reason why I would be interested in knocking this guy off sooner rather than later is, you know that lovely woman downstairs? Yeah. Oh, he's been harassing her something fierce. Oh, what? I know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> For those listening at home, Tristan is slowly <laughs> reaching for his dice. Angela. Yes. Roll me a perception check, please. Disadvantage. What? So rude. Oh. Um, so it'd be seven plus four, eleven. Uh, your ears start burning when you start talking about Viola. 
And then the minute you start talking about, oh, he's been harassing her, they stop burning? Um, yeah, no, lovely lady dancer. She's been harassed something fierce. Um, she has her own sort of ladies that kind of take care of the area. So we are absolutely fine to go anywhere in the South Markets. We can go anywhere in the South Markets area, I think, without concern. I think even you, Violent, should be fine. Um, but look, I'd really like to take care of this guy. She's so lovely and it just breaks my heart that in the final years of her life, can She's I incite this? Everything you just said is We're all like, just like we all know Abella is a fucking liar. Abella, set me the DC. Roll, <laughs> roll a deception check. It's <laughs> uh, sixteen. Okay, roll over sixteen for insight. Twenty-one. That's oh, it. fucking really. Fourteen plus seventeen. Eight. Sorry, twenty-two. <laughs> I I discover nothing with my six. So the boys around the table just go. To be fair, I think that's because you've seen me lie to multiple people yeah. most of the time. Yeah, no, Charlie she hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Scan is under a man. Charlie probably knows by There now. are like, several elements of Abella's story that don't check no out. fucking sense yeah. at all. Ask me about it. Oh, there's Tom. That like Nezor doesn't, but Tom just wants to yell. Tom just wants to be like, Viola, can you please get up here? Like, obviously you are a powerful person. Like, Tom wants to do that. Nezor wouldn't, but Tom wants Angela to. Angela would strangle Tom. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> but I'll leave it. So with that meta out the way, <laughs> continue with your explanation, Abella. I have um, a very raised eyebrow. Right that now. was pretty much it. I am ready to stick to this fucking story. So um, I, try I, me. Skern looks at Charlie and at Nezor and at Ryland. Um, doesn't get any sort of... It doesn't get anything off Ryland that she's like, probably because she's pretty tired. I'm tired, covered in blood. <laughs> but looks at Nezor and Charlie, raises eyebrows of, you guys, I'm buying this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this guy runs the city, but this woman's protected from him? Well, that's the problem. She's not. So why are we, we safe? We are. Well, yes, I think he's harassing her, but... He doesn't know that we're connected to her. But why would why would Ryland be safe then in the South Market? Well, I think they sort of got a handle on things down here. I don't know. I'm not too sure how the gangs and everything work. So you talk to this woman and suddenly you think Ryland is safe. <laughs> Charlie's gonna sort of I can raise I just kind hand. of just start pointing to the various holes <laughs> in me. Yeah, Charlie's gonna look, raise her. Look, hand. she specifically said that your dragon friend would be okay. Abella. So Abella. Yeah. We said we'd do it. <laughs> it's fine. I'm really glad. <laughs> but it's very clearly like, stop digging. Like, <laughs> we know you're lying, but we said we'd help. Just, it's fine. So, Scan, I say, looking at Abella, if we wanted to find more information on how to kill this man... Little old lady downstairs wouldn't be able to help, right? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe one she of She made her it very clear that she didn't want to cause any trouble. <laughs> ah, ah, Are we... Ah, by getting involved in anything now, when I express my concern. Now, to be fair... She did do that. No, she, no, no. no, 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 no <laughs> to be fair, yeah, to be fair, did. she's a sweet old little old lady. That's all you guys know. Yeah. Oh, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> but it's still suspicious. Charlie has suspicion... assassins on the mind. Charlie, yeah. like... Yeah, it's not the biggest To be fair, I think the most suspicious figure is me right now, not her. So maybe it might be like, why are you using this lady? I don't know. As a back in. So Abella. Yeah. If are we still meeting up 
with that uh, that elf that I saved earlier? You know, I don't actually think it's a good idea. Nezla doesn't trust this. I feel shit like out it would right now. <laughs> like, like you've basically walked oh, you in, shouldn't. talked to the old <laughs> granny, and then suddenly flipped on the thing we've been trying to do for the past day. Now Nezla wants to go and talk to the old lady because he was very keen to do that before. Um, I saw something outside where we were meant to meet up. There was a sign, and honestly, I don't trust it. Right. <laughs> Scan is sitting there with just a massive grin on his face. I will grin back very innocently. Why don't we continue this conversation elsewhere and let Lady Ryland get some rest? Mm. A good thought. Tanker's corner, you say? I, I think Ryland would bathe and want to rest because she's... She's fucked. I'm injured and both of my weapons are damaged. Cool. But um, basically I would say to you, if you can find me a new bowstring while you're out, that would be great. So I meant to take the axe. Ryland's a bit... doesn't like that suggestion. No, no, And it that's shows fine. on her face. No, fair enough. <laughs> um, if I can find someone to fix it. Yeah, then we'll discuss it. And just I want something to hit people with, just in case. <laughs> well... If you have a need of it, I can leave you my hammer or Clarence's hammer. I call it Clarence. In it was a it was a versatile weapon as well. So it was yeah, it's basically exactly the same as a battle axe. It just well, I'll reluctantly swap him over then and take the hammer and give you the axe. Because I look after it. Yeah, like in the nicest possible way. If anything happens to it, no, no, I might no. hurt you. This axe is to you as harsh as to me. I understand. I think that's you know, like Roland. Pulls a weird expression at that because, you know, surely um, Scan's feelings toward a live living creature are slightly more intense than her feelings towards her axe. But, you know. Well, no, he was possibly being nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she gets that he's trying to be nice about it, but she still thinks it's a bit of a weird thing to say. So yeah. gives gives Hrosh a little snack to say, you know. Hrosh would actually chirp at that. He's sort of like, <laughs> looking at me. I was like, she loves the axe. <laughs> I was being nice. <laughs> Uh, on his way out, Charlie would leave some of his tea as well, just oh. sort of like in case an assassin gets in and poisons her tea or whatever. Because this is like, you know, premium Erhart tea. It's like Erhart Grey. Yeah, like it's stuff. <laughs> yeah. So Let's he see what you did there. Well, that's what he's been he did there, not me. <laughs> but, but thanks for paying attention. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, he would leave some tea so that you know there'd be something to drink and. How is Ryland with Duchess? Oh, they've never had any reason not to be amicable towards each other, unless unless she's somewhat strange around her because she is a giant scaled lizard. No, woman. no, I was just I was thinking of having basically have her keep Ryland's feet warm. Yeah, keep Ryland's feet warm and also bark if someone tries to come into the room. Like if Charlie pitched her as a guard dog, she'd go for it, but she wouldn't yeah. take her as a comfort animal. No, no, well, <laughs> she's she's good at both, but just sort of like. You know, do you mind if um, Duchess you know, sleeps on the chair over there or something? Yes. Yeah? She's had a rough day. Oof, so have I. Misery loves company. I assume then this is effectively the four of you going out to buy stuff and then also go see Madrigal? Mm. Yeah. Okay. On your way down, you see the little old lady who runs the Nine Widow Inn changing some of the doilies in the sitting room at the front, and she looks up and smiles at all of you. Don't forget, dinner is at five bells. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. What is on the menu, may I ask? She gives you a grandmotherly smile and says through pearly white teeth, 
Home-cooked roasts. I slaughtered the animals myself, dearie. You all leave the Nine Widows Inn. Except me. Except for Ryland, who is busy being unconscious. Well, I'm having a cheeky bath first. Having a cheeky bath. Cheeky bath. <laughs> yeah, no other women. Um, actually, what you find... Uh, there uh, is a lady in there. She's, I said she's a other. Lady. No. There was the word other. Oh, no. No, no, no. Ryland's a lady, and then there's the old lady. No. I'm not going to seduce Viola. Please, no. Viola's going to seduce you. Please, no. I don't okay, think Ryland's really in the mood right now, guys. She's got holes in it. That's no problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ryland, you managed to have a nice warm bath, and when you exit, you find that there has been a, a little pitcher of some sweet, aromatic-smelling tea has been set aside at a cup. There's uh, two little uh, shortbread biscuits left for you as well. Aww. You all step... You die. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your poison. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, while Rylan's off having her bath, you are all stepping out into a rapidly different small town square. The statue holding the chains has disappeared. Well, this is airy. Yeah. I much prefer this. It's much nicer. Uh, the other thing you notice is there are armed patrols all over the place. You, you are standing in this square. You see four eight-man patrols just Knocking on doors. Wide. Uh, it's about 100, 100 200 feet wide. <laughs> cool. Um, um, I, I, I mutter to Nezor, might be a little late on the hall, making them go easy on the people of Ratul. Uh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, you see an elf be dragged out of a shop. He's not exactly resisting, but he's, he's, he's turned to his, like, wife and child and they're sort of saying like oh, it'll all be fine it's just a misunderstanding meanwhile these these guards are not roughhousing but they are being very forceful in the way that they remove him from the premise and then you see another soldier step out holding two pistols one in each hand by the handle it's a little bit too far away so you can't quite make out what's being said but clearly this was a weapon search and they've found weapons yeah no I <laughs> Scan takes one look at that and goes well you know I handed mine over hmm <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't. That's it's fear. dumb. That that's just a dumb mistake. <sighs> I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, so we we go to Tinker's Corner. Yeah. You've all been putting up with the smell for so long. No, I've <laughs> I've got nothing else to do. Uh, yeah. Now. Yep, I'm encouraging everyone. As shooting walk, shooting glares, I would like to keep my eyes peeled for a uh, baker butcher uh, blacksmith. Uh, there aren't really any in the South Markets, but as you cross the river once more, the district opposite has a few of them arrayed along the main street. Uh, they are all being searched at the moment. All though. of them? It, look, they're going down the line. <laughs> How about one that isn't? Uh, you see one who's... One that's already been searched. Yeah, you see a dwarf sweeping his step. Uh, there's broken glass from a window that was smashed in. Oh. And he's muttering to himself in Karakian. Can anyone speak Karakian? Nope. Oh, I can. He's muttering under his breath. God's damn mercenaries coming to my blacksmith searching for weapons. That's a blacksmith. Of course I got weapons. That's the whole trade. And you break me bloody window, I'm gonna... You know, it's just muttering angrily under his breath. I, 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 I go to you and say, what's he saying? To everyone, just sort oh, of under my yeah. breath in the yeah. centre of the group. What's he saying? Oh, not happy with the current state of ruling. Oh, well, all right. We have a friend in Zadzan. Mm. Uh, greetings, friend. Ah, 
customers. Hello. Uh, we are uh, in search of somebody who could sharpen an axe. Uh, well, that'd be me. What, what do you? What's the going rate to uh, repair this article? And I. Yeah. He looks at it. And goes. <laughs> Get hungry, did you? Well, the metal's all cracked here. I might as well just replace the head. Although, if you leave it with me for a few days, I can see what I can do. Couple do we have a couple of days? Uh, We're moving on. Um, could I have the old head? Uh, the dwarf shrugs and goes, well, Sure, I normally just melt them down. Not much cause for a broken axe head. Doesn't sell very well, tell you that much. That would allow us to reforge it later. But yeah, yeah, replace the head, that's fine. What, what was the price? <laughs> uh, I'm going to replace it for 10 ducats. It's not a problem. Sounds perfectly reasonable, my good man. Thank you very much. Expensive. Buy a fucking buy axe. You fucking functionally like, are buying an axe. No, You're buying you could, the bit of an axe. You could buy maybe you more. Could buy like five axes yeah. for that price. Haggle. Have you got a player's handbook? I don't have it here. What is your purpose? There's one on the... <laughs> <laughs> What is any of it's our... Page 149. 140, yeah, 149. Why are we... A great axe goes for 30 gold pieces. Thank you fucking very much. Battle axe is 10. There you so go. there. He's charging perfectly reasonable price because you're basically buying an axe. In fact, it says that above the door. <laughs> perfectly reasonable rates because you're basically buying an axe. Well, all right then. It's all in Karachi. This is what Scan was like. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Scan he, shrugs, gives him ten gold, hands him over the axe, and says, uh, "Do uh, what timeline? Uh, tomorrow morning." Marvelous. And then he goes back to he puts it down and continues to sweep and, and starts is. <laughs> what is he? It'd be, it'd be twelve the... if you could. Uh, if if it could be ready to be picked up in say two hours. He looks up at you and goes, "Are you asking me for a rush job, lad? Me." You're asking me to sacrifice my craft for a rush job. If Nine, good sir. It. I just meant ASAP. Tomorrow morning. Very well. And he gives you a filthy look. I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Sacrifice your craftsmanship or fucking stop sweeping your steps. He looks at you He looks at you, goes, there are two ways of doing things. Cheap the wrong way. way or the dwarven way, I know. Yeah. <laughs> ah. ah, you know the Karakian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say in... I sailed with a Karakian. I appreciate your ways, good sir. I'll say in Karakian, sorry about my friend. Wait. So you hear Abella go... No, 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 no that's, you're speaking Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> It's, a, it's like a heavy Germanic. Like, <laughs> God damn. It's like, Christian really wants a, a woman who's a robust German woman who speaks Klingon. All, all you, no, what you really wanted a woman is a Welsh rugby player clearing, <laughs> clearing his nose. <laughs> oh, I, I, his, I thought you were saying a, a female Welsh rugby player. I was like, yeah. I'm all up for it except a his nose. Even clearing her nose is fine. Yeah. Continuing your way down the main street of Ratu, you pass several different districts of varying shabbiness, including an extremely poor part of town, which on your map, Charlie, is designated the Delve. But as you make your way towards the more well-to-do end of town where Tinker's Corner can be found, you see a civic garden. Mm. Wankers. There are guards everywhere. They are patrolling the area, uh, harassing, flowers, flowers. protecting the trees. Yeah, 
No, they're harassing the uh, picnickers. Oh. They're like, yeah, yeah, kicking over the wine. They might not be kicking over the, the crepes. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're... Not the crepes. <laughs> no, no, they, you know, stop and search? They're basically doing that to everyone. They're like, you, you, look, so you look suspicious. Come here, you. Let me closely examine us? this pie with yeah. my mouth. Ugh, oh, there's a pistol in the pie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as you exit the gardens and find yourself in a city square, to your left are well-to-do houses and what looks like a business district, and to your right you see a road that leads down to the floating markets on the pier. Uh, on the left of that road, you also see a sign hanging in prominence from an iron bar that reads Tinker's Corner. So there are a few small cafes set out where people are having, like, Tea and biscuits and like small cafe foods, that this sort of is stuff. Sandwiches. Pastries. I you know what you want to do? Have a look around to see if I can see any criminal activities or anything uh, unusual. Anything I can get in on? <laughs> Roll me deception with advantage. Uh, oh, I got a 13 and then a 14, so that's good. Um, 18. 18? Uh, yeah, you see a couple of uh, young uh, elven kids and a few human kids uh, running the, a very common scam uh, where they'll bump into someone, a whole gaggle of kids will run past, one person will lift the, the wallet from the from that person. So you see like a couple of urchins doing that sort of thing. Uh, you also see the regular criminal acts of like just the, the exchange of goods and services in this area. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it means drugs. No, no. Um, Not as in, just drugs. No. Um, These prices are criminal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the only other thing that you notice is there is a conspicuous lack of lookouts in this area. We're way out of the South Market, aren't we? Yeah, you are basically in enemy territory. Interesting. You would normally be able to see like lookouts on corners. People who are basically just looking out for the fuzz. You don't see that at all. This only happens when they know they've got a huge amount of heat on them. If there is another couple of gangs in this town running maybe underneath the fathers, they don't have lookouts either. Like, all the criminal element have all gone and disappeared. Mm. Except, for, except for the urchins who are just doing it because they literally yeah, have yeah, no yeah. other alternative. Anything else anyone else wants to notice while they're here in this area? No. All right. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, maybe, maybe trinket stores or anything like that, like places to just... Yeah, um, look, there, there is a number of stores here that are all like, there's a, there's a couple of tailors, there, there are things like that. Tinker's Corner, you, you kind of come up to where Tinker's Corner meets the road and then you see like the, the floating markets. Mm. If you're looking for trinkets and stuff, the floating market is definitely where you want to go. You can see everything, every kind. Like there's a, there's a barge with cabbages. There's bar, a barge with cabbages. You keep bringing those up, like you're pushing the whole cabbage angle. No, no I'm just cabbage corp. <laughs> um, no, no, like there's there's produce, there's like wool. You also see like a scrap metal dealer by the look of it. Uh, you see, um, you know, there seems to be someone who's selling like figurines. They, like just at a glance, yeah. you're like, that is where all the crap and the rest. All the weird shit. Yeah, yeah, that's where all the weird shit is. Tinker's Corner, you get a distinct, like, this is where the artisans live. This is okay. where, like, people who make intricate Swiss clockwork. As opposed to a boot sale. Yeah. Keep an eye out for a bowstring as well, don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, actually, a boya <laughs> would be. Uh, Thanks, Sleepy Rylan. Boya would be definitely be in that. Uh, Just leans corner. out the top window of the inn. Gabby. Bowstring, you useless shit. Shit, I knew there was something. You would most like. you think you'd most likely find bowstrings in Tinker's Corner. Cool. Then we go to Tinker's Corner. I have no 
Mm. Yeah, I just follow at this point, just urging I'm I'm mostly interested in the magic stuff. Uh, Well, since you're after different stuff and it's the early afternoon at this point, uh, you all split up to buy this and that in Tinker's Corner. Uh, Bella, you find a bowyer. He makes bows with, like, nice carvings on them. They're definitely made more for, Mm. you think, more for honorific stuff, Mm -hmm. considering that there are effectively pistols now, like powder weapons and more the thing. You suspect this guy has competition because across the street there is, well, was a gunsmith. It's currently shuttered up. He is no longer in business. Oh, wait, I don't have a bow. Um, so I can do all bows, right? Yeah, you can do all the bows. Great. Um, so good. Um, uh, okay, I want you to do an opposed charisma check. Okay. Why? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Good. Uh, five. Uh, okay. I've got some stuff on my mind, he, okay? He rolled a 22 total. You know what? That makes me feel a you bit get, better. You get upsold a very nice-looking longbow made of, like, a, a dark oak. Fortunately, she probably can't afford one. How much is the fucking bow, Matt? The bow is 50 ducats. You know what? I'm not, I haven't spent my ducats on anything in, like, two months. I buy the bow. Damn it. All right, made a sale. You thought I wasn't gonna. I would like it to be remembered. I'm writing this down as excellent longbow. This is good. I can stick to the back and... Yeah, it's very good for rogues. <laughs> oh, great. Like, if you all want to, like, buy things, now is the time to buy things. Um, like, you could probably just tell me if you want stuff and we can literally go down the line and work out what op- what stuff you'd like to buy. Like, because there's stuff like rations, which might be useful if you're travelling, or, like... New bedroll or clothes or... I can live off the land and anything anything up to, like, six people can live off the land with me. Up to one you. of my traits. Unless we're in a completely barren wilderness, okay. which we're not. I mean, Charlie would probably... Uh, Charlie would probably just buy, like, a good sack of jerky. Ooh, and an apple. Just oh, apple. an apple. <laughs> That's going to cost you extra. Just one apple. It's not in season. Oh, hey, what? You can get, there's lots of, like, swamp apples up for sale. Yes, but Charlie doesn't have the expertise to uh, harvest yeah. those. It's a swamp apple. Oh, uh, it's just an awful apple. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's basically an apple that has, like, an amniotic sac around it that is mm. effectively, like, mm. kind of poisonous. Mm. And if you pierce the skin wrong, it will ruin the apple inside. But the apple inside is very sweet. And delicious. I don't want that. <laughs> that. Sounds like a bad swamp. There's a, there's a swamp apple wine is quite nice. Or sure swamp apple is. cider, rather. Swamp apple wine is quite nice. Seventy percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thirty percent, you die. Thirty percent of the time, it works. Thirty percent of the time. But the only mm-hmm. trouble is, it's like the bad bit sits on the bottom like sediment. Okay. So you're halfway through a bottle, and then it's like, eh, this is a good stuff. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just gotta like filter that shit. Mm. Or just don't drink the last third. (laughs) That's the wizard's cut. Uh, We'll call it 20 marks as you buy a lot of jerky from a specialist butcher. Uh, You also find an apple vendor who is selling from a roadside cart. Costs a copper shilling. So I assume no one wants to buy, like, livestock? No one needs a goat or anything? Can we buy more pets? Can we buy a goat? You guys can absolutely buy animals. You just have to take care of them. We could have a goat. You have a dog and a dragon. Could I have a gecko? Uh, There's a bunch in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because if we get livestock, then we'll probably. No, because Frost likes livestock. Yeah, um, oh, do you mean sad. like food for. Yeah. <laughs> um, it prefers to hunt. You find someone who's 
When when Charlie goes to buy his uh, his jerky, you find that the same seller is like selling various like dried out swamp creatures. Uh, he also has a few live geckos that he has in jars. The geckos themselves only cost a shilling, but uh, the jar to be included costs two marks. Jars is expensive as a live gecko. Glasswork ain't cheap. Oh yes, they also are, they're like... in a swamp. They probably just found it. Okay. You make the purchase of the gecko and the jar scan. And Abella, it might be interesting for you to note that there are a number of blade retailers on this street selling swords and similar edged weapons. Uh, you could get a replacement for your lost rapier. If she's found a swordsmith um, and she's looking to buy a rapier, I come along and say, could you do a deal for... I'm looking for a, like a, a nice sword. Um, something relatively... Uh, something swashbuckly. Like a rapier, but shaped like a a, a cutlass. A cutlass. <laughs> you want a cutlass? Yeah. <laughs> um, but a dex-based cutlass. I'm amazed it's taken him this long to decide to buy one, to be honest. Uh, it takes a while, and then the uh, shopkeeper comes up to you with a curved blade. It doesn't look like a cutlass. Apparently he took it from the body of one of the barbarians across the affair. Oh, cool. Yeah, that'll do. Um, can you do us a, a deal for two? 55 ducats. Go halvesies with you. Okay. He takes your coin, then writes a small warrant showing you've made the purchase and have paid the weapon tax that the Red Shields have instituted. Uh, was there anything else anyone wanted to do before we move on? I need to refill my entertainer's pack. Uh, yeah, sure. You find an art supply store on the street and stock up on the goods that you need. We could just beat up a street mine. <laughs> uh, There's nothing stopping us doing that. I like that. <laughs> that would also give me any, like, rope and other stuff that I need yeah, yeah, like, yeah. to fill out yeah, my pack. Cool. So it'd be ten ducats. What are we saying a mark is? Is it silver? Yeah. Okay. Shillings are coppers. Okay. I was just like, two gold for a gecko in a jar is quite a lot. Oh, two silver. Right. That's another bad. Yeah. Yeah. Who plays two gold for a gecko in a jar unless that gecko has got, you know, I do not have a gecko powers. in a jar. You do not? I have a jar. I have a jar. <laughs> and, and a snack. Rosh has had the gecko. <laughs> Fair enough. He enjoyed it. The, the, it was, it's sort of, you know when you get those little, little ball, um, like a Kong for a dog? Um, you put the treat inside it. The, the jar uh, is similar, it serves a similar function. I basically punctured several holes in the top, in the, the lid of the jar, and then waited to see how long it would take him to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't take long. No, no, he, he actually unscrewed it. <laughs> He's seen me do it before. He's not stupid. And so in short, claws. You, you damaged a perfectly good jar for nothing. <laughs> no, I had the lid from the other one. Would so it be I... fair for Charlie to assume that there'd be no um, Erhard Grey leaves to purchase here? You yep. could do an investigation. Uh, you're probably going to have to go to the floating markets to do that, though, because that will be where the main, main stuff coming in and out of town would be. Yeah, he's just he's gotten a very sort of anti-Erhard feeling. Yeah. So sort of like... Got to reaffirm my love of the Queen. But yeah, like, I, I, if I give you a roll of like... Just roll the dice and tell yeah. me what you get. It's a six. Sorry, and I get a plus zero or plus one. To no, plus zero to intelligence. Oh, um, so, you find a tea purveyor, but he doesn't have any of that. There is some very nice Bachano blends, though. They, <coughs> they, <coughs> they, they, the queen. Yes, I know, <laughs> but they, they actually smell appealing, but... Yes, but they're filthy elf tea. <laughs> yeah. You watch Tell your me. mouth. <laughs> the, uh, the guy who's selling it's like, oh, you want this one? It improves your libido. Does he talk like that? <laughs> so yes. got teas for everything, got teas for headaches. Vera was for... a horny monkey, thank you very do, much. Do you have any teas for manners? Because you should probably drink some, sir. <laughs> yeah, I've got tea for, I've got tea for manners. I've got a, <laughs> wait, I've got a whole pile of, like, 
ritual teas. Think, oh, fine. <laughs> ritual teas? Might I have ever heard that? Seance <laughs> teas. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like a polite, like you sit down with your yeah, you'd have friends and all your cult. Like an official, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you're talking cult teas? No, no, they're just talking about, ooh, the esoteric teas. No, <laughs> it's, uh, it's more just like a, this is the traditional leaf that's used at a ceremonial. <laughs> yeah, ceremonial would have been a better yeah, word. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, ritual just like, teas. Do you know anything about what kind of tea the cult of the dragon drinks? You've got to boil <laughs> the leaves in the blood of a virgin and it wakes up and the nail. I God. might acquire them, slash, if I had some already, sell them yeah. to said cult. You actually also noticed that there are a lot of people that are purveying like whole goods. There's a lot of whole goods in mm. town as well. If something like, you know, pounds of cinnamon spice from like Valen would be interesting to you. Let's invent the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> <laughs> my, my point If I bought a large sack of it and then threw it at the ground, we could all disappear. Everybody close your eyes and mouths. Why do you all smell weird? Never mind. If you are interested in livestock, there are uh, very, very. Sorry, Uh, (laughs) I was going to say there is a. There is. I was going to say that was a weird stress you put on livestock, dead stock. Um, there's a place called Farrier's Row, which, um... I based- genuinely don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's like Sorry, maybe I- a horse, but yeah, fuck it, let's just walk. <laughs> no, don't fuck We've it. I've got a horse. I've got a horse coming. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, my God. Can we reintroduce phrasing? This is- <laughs> if there's anything else anyone would like, yes. say now or forever hold your peace. No, I've got my apple and my jerky. So this, this, um, is a standard... Scimitar, 1d6. Yep. Cool. All right. Uh, if there's literally nothing else anyone wants to do. Uh, should Charlie buy some normal... Nah, fuck it. Like, normal use clothes? normal clothes? No. No. There are, Actually, there are yes. very fine tailors here. You see a number of really nice-looking establishments. The most ostentatious is a one called Perkins. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, Charlie might. Charlie will enter. It's pretty airy in here, but there are a lot of bolts of cloth, like, rolled up, and they're very extremely high quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll probably be looking at, you'll be dropping like a fair bit of money if you get something what custom made. A fair bit. Anywhere you think between 20 to 100 ducats. I don't need a full suit though. No, I know. But uh, I'm just letting you know that, that that's the case. Okay. There is a shop girl and the tailor, the eponymously named Perkins. Yep. Uh, who is an elf. Uh, there's, they're all elves here. Uh, how can I help you, sir? I was... Uh... Looking to have a pair of trousers, me. Uh, preferably something that's uh, durable but flexible, um, but also uh, smart. Durable, flexible, and smart. Well, if you just come in here, sir. He gets your measurements and goes, well, we have, uh, we have two cloth types I would recommend. One is a uh, canvas outside and a silk inside mm-hmm. um, for the pants, and the other type is like just a, like a flaxen kind of cover it's very soft to the touch, though, mm-hmm. uh, and the interior is like a soft cotton, all velenic. Mm-hmm. And you can pretty much tell them what kind of color or. Yeah, Charlie sort of feels else. them and goes, "Which one would you recommend for?" And you sort of like, you know, would like lift his head leg up, so like I need to be able to you know, maneuver. Maneuver, yes. Well, I have these things called parachute pants. A uh, um, uh, dwarf called MC Hammer came in. No. Um, no. This is Mr. Hammer. Yeah, this is Mr. Hammer. Michael Cohen Hammer. 
Yeah. He makes some alterations to the measurements he'd taken down and goes, that's not a problem at all. I can make them more flexible um, and we can adjust some of the materials used. Wonderful. Uh, what colour pattern? Um, he shows you, like, swatches. It's a whole process. probably takes about an hour. Yeah, it would, Charlie would pick, like, a nice deep purple, something that's a little less... Ah, the smoke on the water range. Yep. <laughs> nice. You need to stop trying now. Two's your Yep. <laughs> I'll do as many as I like. <laughs> yeah, so Charlie would be, you know, yeah. happy with that. Cool. I'm sort of point out, like, I would need, you know, a few pockets, um, but nothing too bulky. Um, yeah, two front, two back. Yep, cool. Um, he instructs you that he will deliver to an address. Uh, his shop girl does deliveries in the morning. I just assume that you give the Nine Widows in as the place of delivery and it costs you 22 ducats. But yes, tomorrow, Charlie, you will be the proud owner of some of the finest tailoring that Ratu has to offer. Hi everybody, it's Matthew, your Dungeon Master here. Well, this episode is turning into something of a shopping escapade, isn't it? There's all kinds of things they could buy on Tinker's Corner or down on the floating market, but one thing they probably can't purchase are barking kittens. Now, you might be wondering why I would say something like that. Well, the answer to that's pretty simple. Nerds of the West recently put up an actual play video on their YouTube channel of the newest expansion to Exploding Kittens. It's Probably one of their best videos I've seen in a little while. You should definitely go check them out. And you know where else you can check them out? On twitch.tv slash nerds of the West. Drop by and say hi. That's the beauty of streaming. Give them a shout out and tell them we sent you. And of course, we have to say a big thank you to Sirenscape for giving us access to their app and their massive library of sound. It has got some phenomenal stuff that will absolutely amp up your role-playing experience. And the best part is you can do it over the internet. That's right. You don't even need to have everyone inside the same room. And I know that's a bit of a trying thing to do, what with 2020 being the way it is. But if you need epic sound for your epic game, definitely check out their app. You can download it now for free. There's no sign up, there's no registration, and there's no reason not to try. Go to sirenscape.com, that's S-Y-R-I-N-S-C-A-P-E.com to download it now. Check it out, have a play, see what you think. It is a lot of fun and it really does add just that little bit of pizzazz to your game. Last episode, we used it to enhance the battle that Ryland had with the disgusting doppelganger, shapeshifty monster creature that was living in Madrigal's vault. That's the sort of stuff that you can expect, but it's not just that. They have entire sound packs devoted to modules that you can use whilst playing. Dungeon of the Mad Mage, Descent of Avernus, just to name a few. Check it out. It's well worth your time. Well, with Christmas also rapidly approaching, we'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who's been listening to us over the last couple of months and throughout the year. And those of you who've been with us since the start, it has been an absolute pleasure putting out this content for you. We hope you've been enjoying the episodes. And if you'd like to support the podcast, do consider dropping by our Patreon and giving us some monetary support if you can manage it this Christmas season. Every dollar helps us bring you more there be dragons and it gives us the freedom to work on what we love making so again if you'd like to support us patreon.com slash there be dragons and hey even if you can't afford it this christmas season we totally understand where you're at give us a follow on instagram on twitter check us out on facebook all the different social medias you can find that at therebedragonscast.com well that's it for this episode let's get back to the adventure and hey thanks for listening 
All right, so you all, through the power of narrative convenience, reconvene outside the boyer that Abella has purchased her shiny, new, beautiful black longbow from, along with some replacement strings for Ryland. As you are walking away from the boyer, you are assailed by the smell of baked right. goods. Uh, and you follow it to this um, this really nice-looking bakery, and then you notice that immediately below it, it has, like, a downstairs access point, and you would have missed it if you hadn't kind of, like, remembered from what Ryland had very, very offhandedly said about getting, like, something to eat and then finding this magic shop. You notice that there is a small, like, mossy covered plate which says Madrigal's Magical Supplies. Oh, there we go. Scan. Here's a question. Would he be on edge about going to a place full of potential yes. magical things? Okay. In that case, you may roll me an arcana check with advantage. Not 20. From this distance even, you feel a chill come up through your boots. It's almost like your body is being drained of warmth and you immediately think back to the swamp oh. where you felt this previously. But you can already tell from up, up here, you're like... Whatever is down there is siphoning either, like, magic or life from my body. But I don't feel this? No. What about me? Nope. Oh, it's just it's just a, a, a me thing. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, it's Nature. something to do. Well, it's the way, the way I acquired my magic. Um, which is irritating because I had magic before. What's um, Frosh doing? Yeah, what is Frosh doing? Is he? He's antsy. He's, like, stepping in place. He does that. He's doing that thing that cats do when they to like lay down but he's can't he can't find the right mm. position and you're getting the impression he kind of feels a little bit the same less so certainly but could I Nezor trouble you to inquire upon my behalf sure something weird yeah, I, I, I do you recall in the swamp there was uh, the standing stones Mm-hmm. Um, it was an unpleasant experience for me. Uh, it sure. seemed to sap, literally sap the life out of me. I'm getting a similar vibe off this place. Would he be willing to come out? I can... <laughs> or, or something. I can or you talk could even, to him. Or you could at least possibly inquire. I mean, this was anybody else, but um, uh, yeah, inquire possibly if he could turn off whatever is happening. Sure. <laughs> I can at least give it a shot. Mm. Um, this is Matter now. Um, mm-hmm. Ryland told us about what happened, but she, would she have told us the I guess everything about the fact that, like, it, basically my question is, if I walk in and go, hey, my friend has a magic problem, is he going to go get the fuck out? I don't want anything to do with you and your dragonborn. You don't know until you ask. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm just like, I just don't know how much Ryland would have. You did say that I could send a friend to claim my discount on my behalf and okay. stop. So he's not opposed to people... Who De- dealing with friends, yeah. It's me. He doesn't want me anywhere near him, but you guys sure. be okay. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was trying to remember is like, I'm going to walk in and yes, I want to talk to him. And I'm assuming he'll at least acknowledge my presence if I walk in. Um, so who's going downstairs? Uh, I assume that's Abella as yeah, well? Yeah, I'll go as well. All right. With Scan staying at the top. Yeah, I guess my point is I'm not going to walk straight up to him. I am actually also interested in looking around a bit. You get down to the bottom of the staircase and there is a door and a small window to the side. There's also a a plaque which has, like, terms and conditions written on it. It's stuff like, you know, we don't sell, um, you know, love potions, that sort of stuff. It's Madrigal's Magical Supplies. We probably don't have it, is what it says. And (laughs) there's a whole pile of other stuff um, underneath it. 
but there is a little sign, a little handwritten sign on the door that says closed. And inside the shop, however, you see sort of a kind of a frosted glass. You see what you assume is the tiefling moving back and forth in the shop. You got to knock on the door. This figure jumps and turns and goes, uh, we're, we're closed. I was told you could help. Uh, by who? Actually, it's whom. <laughs> well, I guess help isn't the right term. You were the person to ask about my friend who is suffering from a magical sickness. He's very smelly. <laughs> I wondered what that was. <laughs> we're a little it's bit him. used to it, but we I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting filthy looks yeah, from I'm the sure <laughs> Because there, you see people in the street go, oh, mm, uh, uh, and walk away. Let's be honest. They go, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. Is that pie? <laughs> no, it's not pie. pie. <laughs> After a moment, uh, you see the tiefling go, <sighs> and like resignedly walk over, and you hear like latch open, latch open, bolt draw, latch open, and then you feel like a... a jolt of static electricity almost wash over you all for a second and then it dissipates and then he opens the door a crack and I, still I, I give him like a quizzical look at that there's a, still a chain across the door he opens it up a crack and goes what do you want look him honestly smell yeah, anymore. that's that's what we want uh, the poor guy is it's, it's not just that he has we were told it was spell sickness hmm. he he's and I don't, he, can I, like, they're, they're, what, 10 feet from yeah, me? Yeah, I can long. hear this. Yeah. yeah. And I'd, I'd rather not, I don't know what you've got down there, but if I go any closer, I feel like it might siphon the life out of me. For a moment, you see, like, him, his eyes, like, dart away. Like, he goes kind of glassy-eyed, and his eyes dart as though he's thinking. Then he goes, all right, give me a moment. And he closes <laughs> the door, and you hear, like, <laughs> and then, he, and then <laughs> it's about five minutes. You're sat there waiting, and you're not sure he's coming back because he's disappeared out into the back of the store. And then um, that feeling that you had, Scan, mm. dissipates. Ah, oh, that's better. And he comes back out <clears throat> and <laughs> opens the door. Still has a little chain in the way. He goes, okay, um, I'm technically closed. Sure. So there will be a call-out fee. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and he pushes the door closed. You hear like a final little chain pull past. And he opens the door. And yeah, there's this tiefling there, sat there. Uh, and he, he strikes you like a greengrocer. Uh, he's got like a little apron. I've uh, seen so many tiefling greengrocers in my time. Yeah. Actually, no, most of the tieflings you've seen came, <laughs> and came at the end of sharp sticks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Often, sometimes on them. You probably have had bad experiences with tieflings just because you're from the north. Mm. Most of the time when tieflings show up, they are, this is why they don't integrate well, the ones that actually flee and are like seeking refuge, um, because it's very hard to tell them between those ones who are genuinely like inverted commas, nice people, and the other kind that sometimes fly in and use magic to destroy settlements. Mm. So... Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, to, yeah. To do with that with what you will. Yeah. But yeah, so he he ushers you in, closes the door, bolts it back up again. He goes, I apologize for the uh, anti-magic field. Oh, not a problem. Um, I, quite understandable. He, uh, he stomps the floor and goes, normally I don't power these up until the evening, but... Closing <laughs> early today. Anti-all kinds of magic? Are you familiar with ley lines? <laughs> Would that be Ankana? Uh, arcana or history? Yeah, it's the same. Eleven. Eleven? 
Uh, you in passing? Not my brand of magic. No, not, not, definitely not. It, right? it, it, it'd be something. You'd be like, oh, cool. That's a thing that exists. It's somewhat related to this, but it's not something I've researched. Base- Navigationally, would be sort of my link into it. Uh, yeah, but that's not really what they're for. Um, so I you guess- you think like that's weird? He's got navigational rocks, um, and you're my, like, my answer is like in passing, uh, not in depth. Okay, well, um, I've acquired some. Here sure. and he looks Why down. Some ley lines. Well, it's the stone. Ah, and he points at the floor. It's that same kind of stone that ah. you saw. In the, you know, uh, it needs a magical charge to operate. But right. anyway, this this is basically because I don't trust it. some of the items here get bitey. Yes. <laughs> um, feel free to. Have a look around. Charlie's <laughs> already at the magic stuff. Like, Ooh. which magic stuff? Eighty ones. The, um, so the box that's moving. He's yeah. like not touching it, but he's like, okay. Like peering so there's, at so it. there's a there's a metal box that has been chained <laughs> to a pedestal, mm-hmm. and it's got like a it's got a little card on it. It says Hand of Gory, and then it's got prices progressively marked down. <laughs> it's currently at hundred and fifty ducats. Uh, and then if you look across, there is a a, a bottle of ink a quill and some pages with dirty marks on it under a glass case. And then there is this other case of the similar make that has like a metal tongue. It looks, it's almost like, you know, how you get armoured gloves that like have links mm-hmm. into it. It's like that. So you're very excited and looking around. Yeah, I'm not gauntlet, touching but for a tongue. Yes. The Charlie's sort of like... Okay, uh, roll me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> DC 17. There you go. That's a 12 and then... Plus 8. Yeah, well... Uh, you get my proficiency to that? Yeah, it's a saving throw. So, yeah, so plus If eight. you're proficient in it, yeah. Uh, yeah, better check. You're not. No. Uh, no, so that's just a 17. Uh, it's okay, equal beats. You have, for a split second, overwhelming desire to put that tongue in your mouth. And it goes very, very quickly, and you sort of shake your head. The magical goes, oh, um, don't look at that too closely. What happens if I put that in my mouth? It's <laughs> asking me to put that in my in, in my mouth. Oh, my God, don't uh, put that in your mouth. Please don't. If any an item ever asks you to put it in your mouth. Don't, don't put it in, put your, it mouth. in your mouth. <laughs> first, first of all, there would be, a, uh, well, I, I imagine there would be an exchange of currency. Um, then, then it would be placed on your tongue, and then I'm not legally responsible for what happens. Next. That's the question. I, <laughs> I suspect this was an attempt to help a stutterer oh, that's speak more nice. eloquently. So I imagine you would be silver-tongued, but. <laughs> But and then he just doesn't say anything else. Scans laugh. <laughs> Charlie, don't put it in your mouth ever. Uh, <laughs> buy it if you like. Don't put it in your mouth. So, my friend, uh, yeah, yeah. the rest of them can talk or not talk, or buy or not buy. I will be purchasing your services to help me remove whatever it is that is wrong with my newfound magical abilities. Okay. Um. How recently? Did you acquire? Actually, and he looks at the other. Do you, is it all right? Like, oh, I'm not a doctor, but no, no, no. Patient doctor confidentiality. They were all there. This one shaved me day one. Every on morning I wake up hairy, where the magic the splashed on me. I don't know how it got on his butt, but uh, it did. Wait, hang, hang on a minute. Okay, I remember now. Magic splashed on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fireball. Nine. Like a bottle of magic. Uh, like a bottle of liquid 
actual liquid magic. Oh, Charlie's sort of looking at something else. He like pulls it like this. And sort of There's a coin on the wall nearby. Yeah. It's just sat there. It's got a little sign hanging off. It says, if you can remove this without damaging the store, it's yours. Okay, so Charlie's got one hand like... Un- it's not moving. Yeah, but he's like doing it one hand and like going. He's got his vial going like this. And then he puts it back in his pocket. Um... Okay, all right. I think we need to take a few steps back here. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? You take, uh, no. He's like, Madrigal actually wanders over to it and whispers something at the coin and go, and then it just loosens from the wall and he just goes, here, you can look at it, but I want it back. And he flicks it to you. Yeah, it's a Karakian piece. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's just a normal coin as far as you're concerned. I would not recommend leaving with that in your pocket. <laughs> what if I put it in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, looks at the coin and then puts it back on the wall. And it just drops. <laughs> it just drops. Um, I'm selling that for like 10 ducats if you want it. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm so tempted. I love that it's response. basically an like, immovable rod. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I want to put it on someone's foot. <laughs> Sticking uh, in someone's butt. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Put it on a and then whisper. I have a, if you purchase it, I have an index card. And he looks around somewhere. <laughs> with the we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk we're, later. We're, yes. uh, deal with him. So I'm having difficulty coming to terms with the idea of liquid magic. Because that's not how it works. Um, Nine. Because yeah, but it is. I, except, of course. Is, was it some kind of blood? It was a contraption we found. <coughs> I'm not going to tell him where. Oh. Do you want a glass of water? We found it. <laughs> okay, and so I f- just feel that the gentleman might be more inclined to. Uh, it came out of a machine. It came out of a machine. A contraption that we, we found. found. Oh, okay, all right. So it could be anything. Maybe it is blood. Mate, I do you have any? Le- I think I saw that gentleman over there sloshing something about. Yeah, he Char- does. Charlie has it, but he's like, he's he's going to want it back. This is <laughs> potentially worth a large amount of money. <laughs> oh uh, he's God. like, he just puts his hand out and makes a give it here gesture. <laughs> throw it on him. Throw it. Don't throw no, it on don't him. Throw oh, it on him. Charlie's what like, a waste. If this is damaged in any way, the. Uh, Anti-theft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sort of like gestures with his fists. Like I'm sure he's all right, Charlie. Yeah, like, Please. And then he pops in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He looks at it and he goes, huh. And then puts it on the counter and then looks back to you and goes, okay, let's say I indulge this. What happened next? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, when it when it splashed upon me? Yeah. My, my vial of it, I had one similar, uh, broke while I was uh, engaged in some athletics um, and, and uh, splashed across me. And, um, gosh, I'm struggling to... Actually, Josh is struggling to recall. Yeah, yeah. You were, you were in basically a, in a press from a riding crowd. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember that, but, like, yeah. what, what, what immediate... Oh, I, I all of a sudden manifested various magical powers. My friends appeared to find me appearing like a yeti. Yeah, you're a yeti. Ah, for a while. And then I started to. A smell. yeti that we could 
put things through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was an, no, it was an illusion. In, in, in corporeal? That's in corporeal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was an illusion, but uh, uh, I appeared. Uh, uh, yeah, I started to inadvertently cast spells. Right. And often so, with no rhyme or reason as to why. <laughs> okay, and do you have a family history of wild magic? No. Uh, my, my nine... Okay. I, I, I already possess some ma- level of magical ability. I, 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 I know various uh, hunting traps and so forth, but magical forms thereof. Um, but okay. Give me a moment. And he disappears out the back. You are left unattended in the street. Charlie quickly picks up the vial that he put on the counter. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't put the tongue in your mouth. He, you hear, like, rustling at the back, um, glass being picked up put down, things being moved around. And he comes back out and he's got a dirk in one hand, very sharp, pointy dagger and a vial. I will need some of your blood. Sure. Uh, so he holds out the vial and your hand and he just very gently slices your, your body. He lets it fill about two-thirds of the way up and then stops it. Scan uh, pulls his palm back after he, he yeah. clenched his fist. Yeah. To do it, and then pulls his palm back and basically just lick, uh, and holds it up for Hrosh to lick. Yeah. Uh, he looks at you yeah. and goes, um, I mean... He's as sanitary as I am. I'm not so much worried about <laughs> you. Um, I, you'll probably be okay, and he'll probably good be okay. On it. One... Moment, uh, and he turns and he reaches underneath the um, counter, and he puts a musket, uh, like oh sorry, a blunderbuss, up on the top of it, and then goes back down, and pulls up a looks like a uh, an oily mirror. It's really bizarre. It does it doesn't show any reflection. It's clearly a reflective surface. He faces it towards you. Scan. You see a black figure outline of yourself. And you see, it's almost like, have you ever seen um, those images of, like, um, heat from a, from a candle reflected in a mirror? How it's got those wisps of... Yeah. yeah. It's that, except your entire body appears to be a swirling mass. Like, there's an aura around you, a swirling mass. And you almost swear you can see, like... It's almost like rapid growth coming out from this aura and then, like, wilting and dying. And these... Almost like they're Hrosh's heads on this other counter uh, oh. magic, moving in counter to this other magic, attacking it, and then it being consumed by these wild growths. And it's this continuous roiling energy. And he goes, oh, dear. All right. Um, Have I got two different kinds of magic inside me that aren't even just the ranger magic that I had before? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, do you have any dragonborns in the family? Not that I'm aware of. Uh. Do I? <laughs> Would I can I roll for that? No. <laughs> as far as you're aware, no. Oh. Uh, I mean, um, dragonborn can't breed with us, right? You maybe want to ask a friend about that. I wouldn't know. That doesn't really interest me. I'm not going to ask about that. The, the dragon near, do you, the draconid you have with you, yeah. how long have you known each other? Oh, since... Try he early teens? Okay. Um, all right. Some it's 30 years now. So how much do you all know about magic? More than most, not as much as I'd like. I know it can be a solid and a gas, or a liquid and a gas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 
So Not nearly enough, apparently. Uh, you're a bard, I'd say, considering the instruments that are all over you. Right. Yeah. I don't know about bard magic. You're weird. It's um, a lot of experimentation. There are two schools of thought where magical energy comes from. One is external to the body. One is internal. It is in a bloodline or sometimes naturally occurring in the blood. Sure. Easiest way to put it. Boil it down, yeah. Okay. But I got you, two different kinds. Yes. But you've got a kind I've read about but I've never seen. You have dragon magic mm-hmm. and somehow wild magic. And they are not mixing together well. So, uh, questions about your parentage and proclivities aside, (laughs) this probably won't end well. What I'm seeing here is a reaction that I would suspect is terminal. Let me show you. And he he gets the vial and he starts to violently shake it. As he does it, he stops and then holds it out with the stopper at the bottom. And you see the blood, like, just roiling with electricity. And then he goes, uh, close your eyes. And he shields himself and it explodes into tiny little shards. Like, you're peppered with these things. It's like having sand pelted at you. That's an extreme version of what I think will happen to you. What you're saying is I shouldn't jump up and down rapidly. shake him. (laughs) I remember how I told you there's magic in the blood. Well, there's other schools of thought. Do you understand why wizard colleges are where they are? Ley lines? He actually looks at you and points and goes, no, but also yes. Almost hotspots. The reason they build towers is so they can access the skein. So this is a bit advanced for people who don't know about magic. So um, if I'm explaining it too slowly, please let me know. Keen to know more. The higher up you go, the physically. more magic is. Yes, physically. There is, we've hypothesized there is a source of magical energy in the sky. Would it be anything to do with the fact that the stars have changed? Um, sorry? <laughs> I... What do you mean the stars have changed? We had a run-in with some druids. Haven't you noticed the star signs have shifted? I don't get out much. Yeah, well, I'm a navigator. The stars have moved. Oh. Uh, oh. So if you say the draconic s- star sign is in ascendance. The what? The, the, the snake lizard? I'm not an astronomer. We had a run-in with some druids. The point is... Stars moving are not a good thing. Can't imagine it, but we're ignoring it. If you're saying it's in the sky... That's not a good attitude to have. Sorry, please continue. (laughs) If you're saying it's in the sky, is it in our sky? Or is it in the stars? Uh, Well, I've never gone to the stars, but I have been to the 40th floor of a wizard tower. Did you explode? No, but my hair was on end. Um, so, interestingly, um, I went on my way into the city, all of uh, the battle wizards sitting at the door collecting paperwork. Uh, all of his stuff exploded when I got near him. I suspect the amount of, and he looks at you and takes a step back, energy. The amount of energy inside you. Maybe just take a step back from the goods in the store. Just a thought. Just to finish off what I was saying, the reason we build towers is so we can access and draw from the sky. Mm. That's where... And then people who are able to use magic and he clicks his fingers and a flame appears at the end of his thumb. It sparks a little bit more and he's like, oh. (laughs) 
it's yeah you think that's inconvenient <laughs> um <laughs> i might be able to help you though yes, it please. wouldn't be a permanent fix you would need to see someone who has passed their degree um <laughs> what was that, sorry? Oh, nothing. Um, I think he said uh, past his degree, but that's fine. No, I'm he said lives it. in a tree. <laughs> no, yes. we tried that already. I think that actually that might be... You might find someone in Taluk that could probably deal with that. Or Key. Um, well, we were... Or I, I was about to say, the, the, I've always wanted to visit the Majors College in Key. I don't know if they'd let you in. I don't think they're open to tourists, but... Definitely not touristing. Well, let me look at that. And he points at, the, at your body... He is the the <laughs> Charlie just <laughs> no the, nice, isn't it very good uh, hours of work he he kind of goes he kind of shrugs sort of turns around and like backs muscles like he's like if I could have my coin back and I could see that file the coin is on the ground where it <laughs> fell uh, he beats down he bends down <laughs> picks it up and puts it against the wall and then whispers Can I something perception to see what he's whispering sure eh, that's a uh, Plus, I think I'm proficient in perception, so... Uh, 19. 19? Uh, yeah. You hear him whisper the words, mine and mine alone. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so Charlie will be... We'll hand the file back over. Okay. He looks at it and he goes, for the price of this, because it's interesting, not exactly reactive, but interesting, and let's say 300 ducats for parts and labour, I will construct you a foci that you can wear that will allow you to, and he struggles for the word, vent the excess energy. It's not a permanent fix. You'll definitely need to see someone who specialises in this sort of stuff. Mm. Key would be a good place to go. Tolok's a little far. So I'm just considering Scan's response. Because mm. uh, I don't want to let him have the magic. Well, I don't think Charlie's up for that either. Well, Charlie's magic. Charlie <laughs> stole it. I'd kind of flick a finger at Scan to message him. And I'd just be like, look, I wanted to go to Key anyway, like even long before DuPont. Mm. So if we have another reason to go there, I'm not going to, not even going to argue. I'm going to push for it. Sure. Um, I I would say to him, well, I don't have 300 gold, uh, not on me. Um, And uh, I appreciate the offer, the... the, the, uh, (laughs) Firstly, the magic is, is it, the vial isn't mine. And secondly, I don't, we want to probably keep that. Um, I'm very happy to pay you for the advice, though. Um, and we may have other business, but. Well, the price is inclusive of the consultation. And he sort of shrugs. Like, that's what it's going to cost me to manufacture. For no, I appreciate part. it. Um, I suppose, how long do you reckon I have without it? He. Could I make it to key? Probably between four and six months. Oh, all right. I thought you were meaning I had days to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it will take quite a while for the two magics to form a reactive codependence that would result in, well... And he looks at us, try not to be somewhere Populated? well to do. <laughs> Look, I think the aftermath is not something I'm going to have to deal with. <laughs> Um, thank you for your advice, Madrigal. Um, sure, that'll be 15 ducats. And I put down... What was the offer you gave, Ryland? 30%. <laughs> I put down 10. It's say, Ryland's 30% off. He sort of shrugs his, okay, and palms it. <laughs> I'm also very... Yeah. 
take the vial from him. Like, yeah. Is that mirror still up there? Yeah, it is. I want to sort of like, as I take it, go, put it in front of me. Uh, it doesn't actually give off any anything. Uh, okay. Like Charlie's hand does, but it doesn't? Uh, no, no, it doesn't give off anything. What's visible in the mirror other than me? It's like shadows. Would would Could you see Nezzle in it? Uh, yeah, he has a faint wisp about him, um, oh, sort of that. like steam almost. And what about Abella? God, I wish I'd looked at one you just see a sh- You just see a shade. She yeah. has mage hand. She has some magic. Yeah, but you just see a shade. Mm. Yeah, so it's like she's in it, but she's not. She's an elf. It's, they're all a bit magic. Meta, Meta Tom wishes he'd looked in one of these before because he's just like, what's this weird dream I'm having? Um, well, you know, magical's here. You're in a shop. You can do whatever you want, ask questions. As far as I'm aware, it's a dream. Like um, Tom, Tom knows it's probably something more. Nezzle's just like, that's a weird dream. Magical notices that you wave that in front of the mirror and he goes, I highly doubt that even if it was magical, it would show anything. I'm pretty certain that that glass is... Warded to contain that. I mean, I agree. I understood those words individually. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Was was was? Did we did we get vials from the place or this one was the like ancient one that had been sitting there for God knows how long. Ah. I, I had a plan with magic I go, in mind. I, I, I went, ah, that might have been the problem. I think I used just a normal you used one. used the young whiskey, whereas this is the old whiskey. Yeah, no, my, my vial was while. not. <laughs> it's your hand bone jar. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was the last bit. It was also, yeah, a lot jar. more of it. It's had chicken grease marks inside. Are you taking the coin? I'm about to. <laughs> um... Like stealing are you, it? Are you going to make a big well, no, show of it? Isn't it if you... Well, Charlie's going to sort of grab it and pull out it. Like, you'd be like, oh. think about it and then look at the coin again, sort of grab it and pull it and just go, no. And it was sort of just like, is like got a, a, a thumb resting on the top of his lip, uh, at his bottom lip, and just watching you. And then I'm like, no, this must be mine and mine alone. Uh, it stays there. <laughs> and he goes, uh, there's two. <laughs> phrases you need to say. You're a cockhead. <laughs> no, um, no, he's he like, shows, he shows, he goes, no, get he out goes, of my shop. He's like, no, fine. I'm happy to sell you the phrase for 10 ducats. I don't want your stupid coin. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, if you can remove it from there without damaging my store, you're more than welcome to take it. I'd be very impressed if you were able to, though. Do you have anything else of interest? Well, you notice that the actual case at the front is empty and there's a few things in the store. He goes, I, I have a few items that I was going to put into the, the case here. They're just in the other room. Give me a second and I'll bring them out. But in the meantime, feel free to look at... He points to the cursed objects. The I will, those. from a distance. <laughs> no, put um, the silver one in your mouth. Oh. It really wants to go in. I've been a bit distracted <laughs> for a couple minutes, but I, this I turn around and I'm like, don't put it in your mouth. No, I, oh I my don't God. want my face to explode. Uh, Angela, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Since you've been very quiet, sorry, since you've been quiet the whole time, I'm going to say this is happening in the background. magical things. Oh. That's okay, you beat that on the dice, I okay, think. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, you're like, I want that tongue. I want that tongue inside my mouth. I'm going to get you, get you drunk, me. get you love drunk off my tongue. My tongue. Uh, don't. Matt, I'm going to shank you in real life. That's yeah. not a pun. That's, that's, that's just a threat. My, that my you lovely know. lady tongue. Push me 
and then just touch me. Yeah, no, um, and no, then just shank me. <laughs> uh, that that tongue, you're also pretty certain it's moved and is looking at you. <laughs> I hate it. Thanks, but I hate it. The Jebediah Springfield. <laughs> uh, yeah, but again, like it's like the male, like your male gauntlet. Yeah, like a male gauntlet, yeah. yeah. Does anyone want to have a look around at any of the stuff that's... Charlie changed? wants, as soon as he leaves, excitedly puts two hands on Nezor's shoulders, yeah. not to, not trying to crush him, and goes, Nezor, can you put magic on things? Can Is that a thing people can do? Can <laughs> they put magic on things? What do you want to do? So, like, if I had a stick... And I put magic, could you put magic on it? So it was like a stick that was on fire all the time. You could just light a stick on fire. No, no, no. Scan just. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, no, I mean like. You do that, Scan. (laughs) And the the resulting flame burns the ceiling, leaves a big scorch mark. Okay, when it comes back, nobody look up. We don't talk about it. <laughs> so could you say make, like, a Bella's sword always on fire? Not just, I, like, is, it, is it a thing? It's someone, maybe. Like, there's enchantments it's and... It's, like, real cool, but, like, nah. <laughs> like, it would... I, my understanding is it would take a lot of effort. I feel like having a torch all the time. Everybody look at me, I've got a flaming sword. No, and it's drawn. I, ju- I just mean, is it a thing that... Theoretically, can be done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Magical walks back in with a and then small stands up like <laughs> <laughs> he's got a small tray, like a like almost like a tray that you would take to bed to have a meal on. Scan is deliberately not standing under the scorch. <laughs> <laughs> and what you see is there is a small mirror, there is a a ring, there is a pendant on a chain. There's a small <laughs> cracked glass, like a whiskey glass, and there's also another coin. Um, so these are the items that I've cleared for sale. Is it the same coin? Or no, like... it is a... It is no, I'm straight up asking him. It's a Valenic coin. Ooh. What, is, what does the coin do? It's lucky. Oh, I would be happy. Lucky that... isn't a superpower. <sighs> oh, yeah, no, look, it's... <laughs> he picks it up and you see that one side has the head of an elf on it and the other side has two knights locked oh, in combat. Uh, can I history check that if it's Valenic? Uh, yeah, go on. Uh, that's 16. Your people have a weird superstition. Elves are lucky. Sure. Nope. Uh, halflings uh, are lucky. <laughs> no, no, like halflings think, half, halflings, halflings think, think elves, elves are lucky. Oh, okay. Like, you know, the whole, like, um, you know. Got a lucky elf's foot. Yeah, that kind of thing. Well, lucky, um. lucky el- <laughs> elves ears are more. Um. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm half. Don't halflings have the same ears? And you notice that the no, two knights know. locked in combat are aquadors. Um, they ride dolphins. No, they are—they uh, are Valenic paladins. He takes one of the ducats you gave him, Scan. Uh huh. He puts it on the on the counter, and he go, he gets his coin, and he flips it. And uh, actually, I'll, I'll oh, interesting. Um, it <laughs> lands with the two the two knights locked in combat face up. And that coin that he placed there disappears into it. It just gets absorbed into the coin. He goes, oh. And he puts another coin down, takes the coin. That didn't look lucky at all. Uh, He flips it (laughs) and it lands and it lands uh, with the elf head up. And then three coins come out of the single coin. No, I take it back. That is lucky. Um, (laughs) Were they 
have you done this before? <laughs> uh, I, I guess the better question is, I look at the coins, and are they three of the same coin? No, they're different currency. Okay. So I call this the uh, coin of double or nothing. I'm going to sell it for 75 ducats. Cool. Uh, what are the others? He picks up the necklace. It's a plain brass pendant, but it has a small in-cut ruby on it that's in the shape of a heart. Mm. And he clicks it open and it looks like inside there is a place for someone to place like a small uh, picture, but there's a piece of parchment just sitting there. He clicks it closed and he throws it in his hands a few times and then hands it out to you, Scan. And when you pick it up, it's got a slightly warm touch to it. Uh, So as far as I can tell, it's a calming, friendly item. And you're holding this and you feel really amiable all of a sudden, like really just sort of like happy to be here. And then he takes it back off you and that feeling immediately evaporates. And he goes, I I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty certain this has a built-in charm person spell. But I think the person who made this didn't think about the ratios of power. And I think it can create a, a really intense bond between the person that it's cast upon and the wearer. Oh. Uh, I call it the locket of new best friends. Oh. Aww. And I'm pretty certain that it could even overpower someone with a natural resistance to being charmed. And he looks over to Abella and he goes, I'm sure. And he looks at all your blank faces he goes, charmed. Oh, I, I got it. Yeah. yeah, it just wasn't funny. <laughs> Abella, manners. I mean, it wasn't. Well, way. I was going to sell it for 75 ducats, but now it's <laughs> don't, 100. Don't worry. Okay, you, don't need a do- you don't need a pendant for me to like you. Oh, thank you, uh, large, tall human whose name I have not been given. <laughs> Charlie Ralphhouse. Oh, oh, the boxer. Lovely to meet you. This, and he picks up a glass, he goes, I call this the Miracle Whiskey Glass. You might be interested in this since you seem to be a drunkard. (laughs) Now that was a funny joke. (laughs) And goes, in what way did I give you that impression? I mean, you're not very far off. I just wondered why you thought that. You've known me for half an hour and I haven't drunk in your presence. Uh, The odour, although I suppose that... No, that's the magic, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Don't about to get refused, you just so. you just you just sort of made a very large assumption based on something that you you knew the smell from before. You don't, dude, you don't get this smelly from booze. I think somebody should put that silver tongue in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree. So uh, it's like like it's what does the whiskey thing do? I think we might be in a cult now. <laughs> yeah, the cult he, of the tongue. He puts down the cracked whiskey glass and goes, "It still holds liquids." But uh, watch this. He takes a small carafe of water off the tray that he brought out and he pours it into the glass and it sits there for a moment and then turns into a rich amber colour and your nostrils are immediately assailed with strong west fallen whiskey. Do you know what you could do with that? Put the cup in a lake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just leave it there for a while. So whiskey it- lake. <laughs> Uh, when you go in, you never get out. <laughs> so it's pickled herring. Oh, because you get a lot of cured fish. <laughs> a lot of dead fish. <laughs> uh, That'd be cute 
cured eventually. No, they wouldn't. They'd rot. No, yeah, it's salt. Yes, it? so <laughs> he goes, um, I know what you're thinking. You could put this into a lake. and I mean, I said it out loud. No, okay. <laughs> uh, he we goes, all discussed that. He, he goes, it's not quite as simple. It only contains the liquor for a short while. It is, um, best I can tell, an incomplete transmutation spell. You can enjoy the liquor. You can imbibe the liquor. But when it hits your stomach, it's water? No. <laughs> uh, at any rate, I think this was originally supposed to be a way for someone to wean themselves off of liquor. Huh. Uh, the alcoholic properties aren't present, but the taste is. Oh. Uh, he rubs it gently on the side, and it's got like a... You kind of feel like a static kind of pick up a little bit in the room. And he goes, normally the transmutation magic would be permanent. The water in the glass... And that would be all that it would hold. You couldn't put the glass in water and have it work. The imperfection, and he points at the crack, go, means that the liquid eventually will revert back. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, useful enough if you can think of a way to use it. Yeah, yeah. 20 ducats, and it's yours. Look, I'll have the, I'll have the glass. Oh, um... Oh, shit. I'm also pretty certain, uh, should you put a different whiskey in the glass, it'll change the setting to that. Oh, but not again, non-permanent. It's like putting a taste into water. Yeah, yeah. So at the moment, it's yeah. West Fallen whiskey, yeah, yeah. but you could put some horrible rock gut in it and it would taste like rock gut. So don't do that. <laughs> Charlie sort of like reach out and like, yeah. I haven't had this in a long time, I. May I? Sure, it's just water. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like Westfall and whiskey. Mm. It's missing the sharp alcoholic tone, yeah. but it's very much the flavor profile, like to yeah. Just 20 ducats. So, Stan, I just realized something. Sort of reaches into his back pocket and <laughs> brings out the, the, the bowl. Oh, yeah. Like, what's that you've got there? It's a bowl. Okay, there's a reason. Now, let's see. How did it work? I'll show you a magic trick. <laughs> and oh. Charlie okay. takes the craft of water and yeah. pours it in there. And he goes, now. What was the... What do you... Sort of like taps Did he run his finger? Around oh, yes. Just, yeah. You do that and then the ice freezes. Yep. And he's like, huh. Interesting. Neat. Ta-da. Neat, isn't it? Do you mind if I have a look? Go for it. And he inspects it. He do, he's not interested in the ice. He sort of scoops that out and puts it on the plat, on the tray. And then he looks at the bowl from underneath first off, and then he turns it around and looks at it and uh, make a perception check, everyone. Uh, disadvantage. Fuck. Well, that's a 19. <laughs> and that's a 20. So I guess nice. I'll take the 19. Wow. Uh, I got an 11 uh, and a 2, so 8. 27. What was your lowest score, Charlie? 27. <laughs> you see his eyes widen and then go, like, retract, like, yeah. just this momentary flicker, like, everyone else missed it, and he was... I get the feeling Charlie was waiting for to see what his reaction <laughs> yeah. was, and that's why he saw it. It's a nifty piece of magic. Tell you what, 75 ducats. Mm. I thought we liked that thing. Yes, I mean, we do particularly <laughs> like this thing, as I, I, I don't know whether necessarily as much as you do, but I know we mm. definitely do like We use like it quite regularly. 
Mm. And Charlie, like, gives him a, like, I saw your fucking reaction. Okay. Um, <laughs> rather than us going back and forward, I will, in return for that bowl, and this is the only offer I'll make, I will stump the costs of the labour and materials to fix your friend's problem for that bowl and half of the liquid in your container. Where did you guys get that bowl? Was I not there? Yeah, we were there. It was, it was in Castellan's in Castellan's house. Did you steal a bowl? No, the, the, sorry. The guy that was there, the um the basically the housekeeper kept trying to steal shit and he tried to steal that bowl and I caught him and took it off him and put and it stole in my, it. And put it in my bag like so he couldn't get at it and then forgot about it. And I was like, oh no, I stole it. Like Yeah. Um that just makes ice. Uh, you just yeah. do that and it freezes whatever's in there. Oh, yeah. it, it so does something more than that. Yeah, now. Yeah. Meta. Like, <laughs> like I given given this meta, this is, that makes me want very much more to keep it yeah. and the, 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 sure. the vial and go to fucking key and yeah. fix the problem there. Also, if, sure. it's just, if this is just going to be a temporary fix, why bother? If, we've, if you've got time to go to return. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not true. Key. Key. And we're going to key anyway. Like, like I, I, like I could totally afford to pay him, and I could probably get him to even not want the the jar if I just gave him one of my gold bars. But um, well, so I think you could get a lot for that gold bar. But <laughs> well, this is the thing. I was like, he actually hasn't got anything worth the gold bar. Yeah. Um, like I could buy most of the things. <laughs> mm. <sighs> yeah. No, just wait, I reckon. Yeah. Keep hold of the bowl. So, what? Is this bowl beyond the obvious? Because clearly there's something there. All right. I'm not so much interested in the bowl's ability to create ice as I am the material that is on the bowl. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes, and what is that? Uh, he points at the metal rim on the yeah. exterior and he goes, that is a reactive metal that would be very useful to me. Sure. It can store magic. I would probably even use some of it for your friend's foci. Okay. It's a very specialist item. I highly doubt you'll find many people that are interested in it. And those that will, will probably either one, undervalue it to you. Because mm. I'm not going to lie. As it's not. <laughs> Look, I run a shop. I, no, I get business. it. I get it. It's cool. Sure, I'm not on, criticizing. No, no, yeah. So I've got. A lovely bunch of coconuts. No. So let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Can you put magic on things? Um, he means enchant items. Oh, yes. Yes, that. I can. Takes a little while, but I can do it. How little while is a little while? Depends on what you want. If you want something repaired, that's an hour's work. If you want something to have an effect, that depends on what the effect is. I have some ideas. And he goes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't necessarily know how feasible they are. Yes. Anything? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yeah. No offense, Charlie. <laughs> He'll just be like, yes, yes. If Scan likes the ideas, he would be quite prepared to fund them. <laughs> yes, no, so. Beyond like, the bowl, because Scan really likes the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking of like. Maybe. Guitar strings that could make people scared. He looks at you like you're a crazy person. <laughs> um, 
You mean garrot wire? No, no. So like when you play the guitar. So you know how music can make you feel really sad. I, could you I've magically? That that's the thing that happens. Could you yeah. magically make strings make people scared when played? Presumably. Yes. I mean, yeah, I could. If so I gave, that's one idea. If I gave you a warhammer, could you make it be more deadly? Or like a harpoon yeah. that when it's thrown, it turns into fire. Or hits people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, he's like, look, I'm willing to, for that bowl, I'm willing to give you two items, but that's also for the aforementioned bargain. So I will build his foci. Yes. Your two items. Yes. In return for that bowl and half of that liquid. So, so that's the next thing, is I'm concerned. Scan pulls out the gold bar, one of the three. Yeah. Uh, puts it on the counter and says, we're people of not inconsiderable means. Uh, his demeanor completely changed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, um, what would you like? Because <laughs> it's just sort of like, I'm just concerned. Like, let's be honest. We like the bowl. We also like the magic thing. <laughs> um, but we would like your services, and we are quite prepared to pay for them. Um, I am very much interested in this magical foci. If I'm going to break this, however, let's talk big. <laughs> well, all right. Um, I will give you that. And, and he points at those two items over there. goes, two of those items, I highly recommend the Hand of Glory. It's a... Very, very useful item. It what is, is it? It's in a box with chains. No, yes. no, I'm it just... Goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like, I, I didn't ask that because I'm willing to take the offer. I, was just, I asked it because... <laughs> and Skern goes to Charlie. No, to be clear, I didn't ask that because I'm interested in the offer. I'm, I asked it because I'm wondering why the box is shaking. <laughs> uh, it has a substandard hand of glory in there. Thank Are you God. familiar with those? yeah. I think the person who did, made this botched the preservation element and instead created an undead hand. <laughs> but it no still thanks. works. It's just a little. It's an gory. evil hand. Violence. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So, but it, it, look, I put a chain on it. <laughs> it's so you fine. Can walk and it. You, well, so so you can restrain it if it tries to leave. Right. Um, it's. It also comes with the box gratis. Any points at the big metal box? Uh, you may have to buy your own chains, though. <laughs> this amount of gold is equivalent to about a ten thousand gold pieces. Yes, but as you and I both know, that has no trademarks on it, which means that I'm only going to be able to get about a third of the value. I was also going to say, and you can take all of the items in the shop. I, generally speaking, don't sell more than two items from the cursed section per customer because sometimes they interact badly. Put the ink on the hand of Gory and then release it what into, like, a castle. I call that... All the fluid ever. I, I, I call that the ink of inconvenience. The ink inconvenience? Inconvenience, and he's yeah. like... Sort of like has a little chuckle to himself. Oh, like, no, sorry. that one I do like actually. Another yeah, zinger. Another zinger. Uh, uh, anyone who uses this, it'll bind their fingers and they won't be able to remove it. Like a permanent tattoo. That's wet. <laughs> ah. Well, yes, good. Um, look, I don't really, to be honest, want any of the, the cursed stuff. Um, 
I have enough issues in my life without cursed items cluttering it up. Cursed is a term that we use when there are issues with it. Sure. It's not representative of the product. No, no. They're no, all no. still very usable. I would not necessarily use the hand of a gory all the time. <laughs> I, I travel around a lot. I don't have a lot of pocket space. Um, but look, the ink actually is kind of... I could I could think of uses for that. You could also take the tongue. What? Yeah. Yes. We could take, take the, tongue, the tongue. Put it in your mouth. Put I'm it not in going your to put mouth. It, no, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put it in my mouth. As, uh, but I, have you thought of putting it in your mouth? Yeah. Uh, have we ever introduced you to <laughs> putting the silver the tongue in your mouth? The concept of putting the silver tongue in your mouth. The silver tongue. No. Just yeah. put it um, in your mouth. Am I going to make a charisma sec? <laughs> Are you looking at it? No. <laughs> then you I, I glanced it. at it and I was like, no. <laughs> oh, if you glanced at it, you need to do a wisdom save. Okay, I'll do a wisdom save. I don't want to put it in my mouth. Roll higher than 17. Uh, there you go. Uh, That's a 15 natural plus three. Eight. That'll get you 18. Yeah. Oh, You're like, you really want to put it in your mouth. I look at it. No. And you're oh. pretty, welcome, brother. And it, and it ripples. And like reorients towards you. Yeah, it's one you of the slightly. three things I don't it have likes pr- you. proficiency in. I, <laughs> I really want to take, but like this is a Tom, take the one coin and lock it down and then flip the other coin. I have a few other items if you're interested. But definitely interested. Yeah. This, this is okay. all amazing. If we're open for business, then <laughs> picks up a, uh, a the ring and it's um it's very plain burnished gold band, has a smooth spherical white stone on the top of it. It goes, this is the ring of near sight. Huh. Uh, if you put it on, you can see anything between five and ten feet away, even through walls. Oh, that is but you can't useful. see anything beyond that. But if you use it, you have to extend your hand. I'm not going to put it on because it has some side effects. He reaches out. You put your hand out and you hold it really still and you'll be able to see. You can't move. If you do, the effect will end. Or end if you're interrupted, obviously. It doesn't give you sound. It's only images. Some people have reported some issues with their sight afterwards, but that's not been permanent. (laughs) Could you? (laughs) Not offer us something shonky as fuck. (laughs) That's Josh not scared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also have this mirror, and he holds it up and goes, this is a vampire mirror. It's Ooh. used to detect vampires. Because they don't normally and show he, up in the And he pans the mirror around the room at all of Charlie's you. Charlie's there, but no, no one No, no one. Yeah. No, there's nothing. There's no one there. It's just the room. Yeah. And he's like, it only shows vampires. So it's like a reverse mirror. Yeah. I think, look. It, it, out of it curiosity, used- canon in this universe, do vampires show up in mirrors? All the vampire myths that we have heard, you would have heard. Whether or not they are true or not is okay. different. But Madrigal's like, this is an, a useful item. Uh, being a tiefling, I am, of course, from the Unholy Empire. Uh, nice. I, I only lived there until I was five, but... Not so nice. Um, I'm told it's very useful to know when there's a vampire outside. Would I have met any? Or have- You would have heard of, like, a vampire descending on a town and draining it. And then leaving. Give Nezor concerned look at those comments he just made. I would be willing to part with all of these items. I'll tell you what. Uh, He looks at the gold. I'm more interested in acquiring some of that liquid for experimentation, that bowl for the properties. But I also think I could flip that bar for you. So in return for all these items 
and the foci. I'd be willing to give you my services to flip that bar for a profit. As I said, we're only likely to get probably a third of the value of it after everyone else takes their part. But you should leave here with approximately, and he does some mental math for a minute, 2,000 ducat profit. Yeah? Could you? Oh, and his items, two of them. I Depends. How long can you, are you staying here? No more than a couple of days. That would be all the time that you would have for something like that. Could you? So I, I met this gentleman. His name was Fadley, right? And he had these brass rings on his fists. Uh, okay. Like... I'm not a weaponer. No, 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 no. Could you make them electric? Bad idea. If they're made of metal, they're conductive. No, but like... Whenever it hits... Magic. Wouldn't they just he, like- he actually stops and goes, I have an idea on how I could make them useful to you. You're a very large, loud gentleman. Uh, I mean, I'm... I can be loud, Scotch yes. <laughs> I can be loud, Stan. Definitely large, though. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> I wasn't always like this, thankfully. Uh, bad thing. Yeah. Pity your mother if you were. Um, <laughs> what was your idea? Sorry. Magic's cool. I was just <laughs> thinking about how metal is conductive, but also if you're punching someone, that's going to be like ringing their bell. And that got me thinking to concussive force. And it got me thinking that I could perhaps create an enchantment that would be able to create a sphere of force that would come off if they were... And he makes the gesture of two fists colliding, clung together. You could repel people away from you. But then they're too far away to punch. Sometimes that's not necessarily bad. No, that uh, means I've got to move over them and then I've got to put to punch them. <laughs> but I mean, if you get into a tough spot where you're surrounded by people and he does the same gesture again, like, and he makes like an explosion, I'm sure I can come up with something for you. I would need to see what's practical, what I could apply. Uh, but Happy for you to take more of the cut of the gold bar, but yeah. If, if, if more is required for, like, uh, for mine on top of Charlie's ideas. Well, uh, look, I am more than happy to do this, but if you're in a rush... We're in the town for the next couple of days, but, yeah. At max. At max. It'll probably take me a day or two per item. I can prioritise the knuckles. I really do want to electrocute people with my knuckles. That I, is cool. Mm. <laughs> Sure, you can't do the that. number of times of people you hit them and then they actually need hitting again. Uh, no, but you know, it's like you punch them and then also non-lethal. Yeah, but it's just not going to be lethal. I could put a electrical charm on the end of a stick for you. If you could put it on a stick, why couldn't you put it on? Because it's metal and it's conductive. If you so tried you to electrocute someone, it would... on the insides, then put something non-conductive on it. Look, leave it with me. I'll see what I can do. Are uh, we, uh... That, that sounds good, yeah. So, I want, I want so, the coin on the wall. The one on the uh, wall? All right. Thanks. But... Just, sorry, just double-checking. Where I take it? Does it only stick to walls? No, it just sticks to surfaces. Nice. Needs a surface, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's Everything, not... Everything's a surface. I, it doesn't just... <laughs> no, I can't. He goes over and he, he looks at you, uh, all of you, and goes... Um... <laughs> 19 again what's yours is mine <laughs> no he's not saying that at all no. it's something else you don't quite get what it is um, <laughs> fuck you <laughs> yeah fuck you uh, uh, nat 20 no 
No, none of you. It's also a 16, but fuck. Nat 20. All right, no, you know, actually, if it's not a nat 20, I'm not trying. I'm already going to buy it. It's fine. That's fine. No, no, that's fine. Okay, you hear what he says? He goes, ah, there you are. That's fine. I'm still buying it. I'm not going to mess with the guy. It's fine. So I will put all these items in the back. Pick the two. I highly, highly recommend the Hand of Gory. It is a very useful tool. He just wants us to take it. He really wants yeah, it. he really wants Can it. Can I insight? Yeah, sure. <laughs> 24. You get the impression he thinks it's bad for business because it constantly <laughs> makes scary noises. Do you know what, though? That silver tongue looks like it'd be great no, in your mouth. I'm not having it. <laughs> Especially if you put it in your yeah. mouth. It's, it's perfect. Like I said, I'm sure it's fine. It won't kill you. What, the tongue? No. Will the coin kill someone if I put it on their head? Should we put that in someone's No, mouth? it's just going to stick to their head. Look, give me the coin. <laughs> <laughs> puts it on his hand and whispers, and then he puts it up and the coin is stuck to his hand. And he moves it around and he goes, it just, it it just sticks to a surface. Okay. So cool. And he goes, I can't move it. And I, well, I could probably oh, bring it. give me a try. No. My <laughs> 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 hand! <laughs> and he goes, Make him put it in his mouth. And he takes it off and he goes, so I will put, he puts all the items on the tray, goes, pick two of those, please. Mm. And then I'll put them out the back for you, lay away. Let's do the ink and... The tongue. Yeah, look, they're up for the tongue. I ain't going to put it in my mouth, but I could maybe convince someone else to put it in their mouth and that could oh, be amusing. Oh, that'd I want, be good. I just kind of want to put it in my mouth. Me too. I, like with my mouth. Fuck it, why not? What bad things happens if I put that in my mouth? Look. No, no, just no business talk. I'm not. What happens if I put it in my mouth? It improves your ability to speak, but I'm pretty certain it will be extremely unpleasant to wear. Unpleasant? I am. It's made of metal and the metal has rivets in it. Like, it moves. It's going to probably catch. Also, I'm pretty certain the person who gave it to me cut it out of his mouth, so... Oh. Yes, but you said, like, curses weren't actually that bad, and it, I really want it in my mouth. It's technically a curse. It's not... If but, somebody cut their tongue out to get rid of it, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I think I'm... I'm going to back I, off. I, I will say it, this, though. Sure. No, it does. It would go good in your mouth. I it will was, say this, though. He was a very charismatic speaker. <laughs> oh, but. Oh, good. But he's Albeit minus like, a tongue. And he had Oh, this no, he in still had part of a tongue. Like, he didn't. It wasn't. He didn't. Oh, no, no. Uh, and he looks at you like you've misunderstood. No, no, no. He removed part of his tongue to get it off, I think. So, it. No, no, this is no, not very good at this salesman thing. <laughs> Could you not just like take the magic off it and put the magic? If I somewhere did that, else? it would stop being a magical item. But then I could put it point? in my mouth. <laughs> but no, no. The point look, is, look. use its yeah. magic. We'll take to the tongue and the ink. <laughs> Are you sure? I can't interest you. <laughs> and that's a game. The, I and the thing rattles like <laughs> in the hand of Gory. <laughs> Yes, we take it I mean, and we set it loose in his shop. <laughs> no, why don't we get the hand and the tongue and make them fight each other? I don't think the tongue would do the much ink, fighting. It sounds not that dangerous. No, it sounds very irritating. Uh-huh. And Andrew goes like, like makes a gesture like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, I think Does act- he have ink stains on his hand? No. Would mildly irritating for eternity be worse? I think that would be worse I than... I think it would oh, yeah. eventually evaporate, but 
<laughs> I think we'd all be long dead before that happened. Exactly. Well, what about if the rest like, of my your, life. your skin slowly flakes off? What if you cut he, it off? He looks at it and goes, and healed. maybe if you cut it off? Uh, yeah. And he makes <laughs> like a, I don't know, like hand like, eh. <laughs> hey, look, I don't plan on spilling it on myself, but then you don't, do you? Um, mind you, I didn't plan on spilling the last thing on myself. That's another question. Mm. Actually, do you know anything about this element? Would this be considered a curse? He says, gesturing to the hair. Or actually, I, I'm pretty hairless at the moment, yeah. but um, the, 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 Just is there general a mark? State I think there's a, the stank and... Yeah, yeah, there's the smell that goes, um, I'm pretty certain the foci will take care of that. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> buy it, buy it. Yeah, no, you've all, you just made a sale, <laughs> sir. I wasn't keen on it before. <laughs> you uh, won't stink. But Yay. I'm looking very but much forward to not smelling. But again, um, no guarantees. No guarantee. It will probably extend the chance of you living beyond six months, but Boy. it's not a fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, think we're still going to key. Yeah. He looks at you and goes like, I think you'd probably need to get new blood. If, if what if no, no if I got new blood, would I lose my magical abilities? He thinks for a moment. Goes, we're kind of divided on that. <laughs> I've been doing some experiments on magical properties of blood, and it's been inconclusive. It seems to be both the vessel and the originator, but it's not the whole of the thing. No, oh. I mean I can't just and he like gestures to his wrist and makes like a cutting sound and go. And then he makes like a flicking motion with his hand. I can't just blood at you and magic happens. I have to will it. So, yeah, there's something there. But uh, you seem to have a lot of magic in your blood now. I think from what it sounds like, you absorbed it like a sponge. Sure. Now, interestingly, if it had been dragon magic, and he looks at you and goes, you might be... A dragon. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but I don't... You've got like a few little scales along your... Yeah, they weren't there before. Oh, well... This maybe. is it. It appears to have quickened me in either way. Mm. Interesting. Maybe it was dragon magic in the vial. Well, no, it was probably wild magic. Otherwise, well, I wouldn't have gotten the wild magic anywhere else. Considering that, like, true dragons are a myth... <laughs> don't need to get sassy. I saw the way you bubble jawed well, at me. No, no. Can, can I... It was like... <laughs> In a world where magic and dragons born and all of these other, I, yeah, right, myth, maybe. Maybe no one's ever seen them before, but there's plenty of stuff I haven't seen that I uh, believe in. Draconids exist. I put it down personally to drunks spreading stories about big dragons. Uh, look, thank you very much for your assistance, yeah, Mr. Uh, Madrigal. Uh, did we change? Did we exchange names? <laughs> no, but... And he thinks we're going Scan. Yeah. I know you, Mr. Roughhouse. Don't know you or the elf, but... Mm. There's no particular need for you to. You know, that sounds like a, about the right thing. <laughs> I've got to flip this bar now, so... Um, a pleasure. Um, shall we uh, say here in two days? Yes, that sounds about right. Um, so midday, two days from now. All right. Stop Much appreciated. Oh, um, before you go, I'm going to need more of your blood. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, and he takes a, a big beaker this time and takes like a, 
a fair amount. Like you're feeling a little bit woozy afterwards. Mm -hmm. From the hand or do you, would you open a different vein? Uh, he probably took it from like back of the hand. Mm. Um, he, you get the impression he's done this before. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he takes a, takes a significant amount of blood from you and then uh, goes, okay. Oh, uh, and don't worry, uh, the blood won't fall into anyone else's hands. We wouldn't want anyone tracking you. So especially after you've just given me a... And he looks at the gold bar and goes, Wait. Well... <laughs> they can track you with blood? Well, I mean, blood's easier to do than, like, hair or fingernails. You can. It's a bit of an archaic method of... Yeah. Charlie's world is broken. <laughs> You're a tip of the iceberg, my friend. Um, like you know. <laughs> look, it's a very... <laughs> my experience with magic is increasing at an exponential rate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Get out of my shop, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, we go. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Lita Kay. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Nezor Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore who also acts as our sound recorders. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink, and Scan Felsbar is played by Joshua Walker. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash therebedragons for additional material and content. You can also check out our website at therebedragonscast.com. There Be Dragons is produced and edited by Matthew Buss. There Be Dragons' original score is composed by Sean Tanian. You can find more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. There Be Dragons' art is produced by Brianna Manning. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>